This episode is brought to you by the Ghoulish Gallery, Movies for Days, Dewey Podmonster, The Aardvark and Magic Moshi Do Red Dwarf, Video Tasties, Voices from the Mausoleum, You Gonna Eat That Crust, and Pop Culture Reflections, all members of the You Run Podcast Network, all available at urunpodcast.com. dancing i know that was look yeah let's be got... without trying not to make too much noise <laughs> <laughs> hello and welcome back to the you run podcast true crime flavor yeah. uh, my name is scott and i'm heather and twice a month we take you through cases picked by you sharing our opinions along the way the first of our cases each well the first episode each month covers yes. all the details of the actual case and the second, which you're listening to now, gives additional information extending on what we've already discussed, which is why we called it Extended Cut. Um, if you've never listened before, hello, first of all, welcome. Yeah. Uh, me, me, and he- me and Heather are nice. Stay. Listen to some more. I mean, we're nice, but we're going to argue. <laughs> we're going to have budding opinions on this episode. We 100% are. Uh, Mm -hmm. We are different to most other true crime podcasts. We still give you all the facts, but we are opinionated as fuck, I think is the politest way to put it. Um, We we don't shy away from how we feel. We don't give you the case. We give you all the facts, Mm -hmm. but then we will have a lopsided view on it. Sometimes we agree. (laughs) In fact, most of the time we agree. Today, our opinions are not aligned even a little bit. Nah, probably not. Like from no. what I'm understanding, no. I look ball-headed, by the way, but I'm not you guys. <laughs> like, look, <laughs> I have doo-doo balls. I I took a shower and then th- was like, I gotta just throw my hair up so y'all can kind of see them. I'm not bald. Yeah, a- anyone who's watching on <laughs> YouTube and now on Spotify as well, Heather's hair is is very Princess Leia today. Yeah, but it's I'm I'm growing it out too. So like, and then it's shaved underneath, and I have to decide if I want to grow the shaved out, which first world problems because that's going to take twenty five years. I don't know why did <laughs> I do it anyways. It, it will have grown out by the time you reach retirement, though. Think of it that way. It takes a long time. It would take me probably like a year to really because I would have to chop the rest of my hair off and I have to start back short and then grab. I'm just going to leave it underfoot. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, a quick warning before we get going. This episode will discuss abuse, acts of violence, including yes. murder, um, and excessive use of social media while on parole. Um, excessive use while on parole. Um, <laughs> if any of these things sound like they're going to offend you, why are you listening to a true crime podcast, first of all? And secondly, now is probably your time to to dip out do i need to do a psa for the true crime show too uh no i tell you what i might get bad i might get mark (laughs) to do one we'll we'll drag mark over to do a a warning for this show just tell him to open his mouth when he says the stuff so we know what he's saying yeah okay um on our on our last episode we took you through the harrowing abuse and pain 
suffered by Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Yes. We detailed how her mother conned the system and the world by pretending <clears throat> Gypsy was sick and also making her sick as well. We also talk about the horrible things Gypsy had to suffer, the unnecessary medical procedures, yeah. the beatings, the being tied up. We went into depth about how she met Nick Godichon and followed through to the two of them conspiring and then Nick murdering Gypsy's mother, Dee Dee. Yeah. And we went all the way through to her and Nick's convictions and sentencing. Now, in a normal case that we cover on this show, this would be the end. We'd have split that up differently and that yeah. would have been the end of both episodes combined. Yeah. But this is not a normal case. Unless you're living under a rock, Gypsy Rose was released last December. Yes. Um, and she has become a social media global megastar overnight. Yeah. Like, yes. like 10 million followers in three days. Yeah, and then well, that was on Instagram or TikTok? Because I think that she's on, on both, TikTok. right? Yeah, she's yeah. on both, and she's ginormous on both of them. Yeah. Um, today we're going to be discussing her time behind bars, her release, the media tsunami that followed her when she was released, we're also going to give you some information on what she's been up to since she's come out, what her future plans are. Mm -hmm. I will warn you again, this second part is viewed very differently from me and Heather. We have conflicting opinions. We may mm -hmm. argue, but mm -hmm. remember, me and Heather are <laughs> friends. And even if yeah. we disagree, we're not going to fall out. This will not be arguing over a released felon will not be the end of mine and Heather's friendship. Even no. though sound like it might be at times today the salt burn thing was one thing but this is fine this is fine it's fine i've already lost i've already had one friend to unfriend me in real life so it's tough. yeah i i won't i won't be doing that i can't do true crime without i have no drive to do true crime without you <laughs> drag me through that's um, right that's right today we welcome you to part two mm -hmm. of the gypsy rose blanchard story Driving right now. We're driving to Chilla Coffee to come get you. Oh, thank you, sir. Are you excited? I'm very excited. You know, it's funny, Christy, when I was leaving, she said, look, when you pick Gypsy up, do FaceTime. We want to FaceTime her. And your dad goes, can he have a couple minutes by himself with his wife? That's right. That's right. <laughs> okay. I love you. I love you, too. Mwah. Mwah. Bye, baby. Car is moving. Oh, my God. Yeah, baby, we're out. We're out. Oh, it so feels so weird being in a car. Yeah, I need to touch your leg. <laughs> oh, I missed you. I missed you too. That box button down there in the bottom. Okay. All right. Which one you want? Instagram. Okay, Instagram's on the home screen. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you. Aw, that's so crazy. Oh yeah, she was deeply involved with it. I mean, uh, just like it says in his police statements, uh, like I said, right with while I was talking to them, uh, it says just pretty much word for word what I told them. Uh, she uh, told me before I ended up getting there uh, in a text that the 
there was latex gloves that be on the porch. She did say that. Right on the text is it is as clear clear as day that you can actually see it. Unfortunately, I ended up listening to my darker side because I wanted to be with her and I remember what she said and I wanted to believe what she was saying and unfortunately I should have listened to my other part of me. Whatever. Like that I thought we were watching a fucking rom com because that shit was romantic. <laughs> and like I don't care, but like he that's what we want. God, us ladies like love us. That was Yeah. <laughs> Come on, I... that's kind of romantic. <laughs> it was it was kind of romantic. I mean gypsy yeah. with Peter Griffin. It's me, Peter Griffin. I mean, I can't. Oh my god, this is me right now. Like I should have never I'm the one that told you that and now it's like (laughs) (laughs) Oh Peter. Um there are 100% two trains of thought with the release yes. of Gypsy Rose Blanchard. The first train of thought is that she was a victim forced into all of the actions that she'd done. Mm-hmm. And the court and the legal system decided to a punishment which she has now served. And she's earned the right to be free and do whatever yeah. the fuck she likes. The yeah. second train <laughs> of thought is that she manipulated the whole situation. She gathered support through her parole hearing, through the aid of documentaries to portray a more nicer side to her and basically used everyone as a pawn in the process. And she's really the mastermind behind the murder who had dreams of fame and fortune. And she's been let out of prison and has now gained celebrity status. We are going to talk about both of these viewpoints because I hold one of these and Heather holds the other. Well, I, I think that everybody knows which one you hold. Oh, Come yeah. 100%. They know me and you. If you listen to the show from the very beginning until now, I'm pretty sure that you know you've got a man and a woman's opinions on these things. And I think you kind of know my personality and Scott's. Like, And I, I think this is <laughs> something that makes us fairly unique that we. Yeah. We hold different opinions and we're not afraid we, to we share We do them. on a lot of stuff. We do on, we, we share the same opinion on a lot of stuff, but we do differ a lot, but we never, nothing ever gets like out of hand. It's just like, okay, dude, whatever. This is what you believe. This is what I believe. And that's like, it's an opinion, people. Yeah. Like, it's an opinion. Yeah. Uh, we're going to start with Gypsy in prison. So in 2016, she was sentenced mm-hmm. to 10 years behind bars for the part she played in her yes. mother's murder and the attempted cover-up and going on the run and everything else that happened around that time. After serving seven years of a 10-year sentence, she was eligible mm-hmm. for parole, while Nick would remain behind bars for 25 years plus life with no option for parole available to yeah. him. Um, during her incarceration, she received a lot of letters. She had a lot of admirers. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> she had an interview recently where she divulged how many letters she got. Yeah. She got letters from over 250 different people across seven continents. Who writes to people in prison? I don't get it. Okay. (laughs) Let me just take us back. Ted Bundy, Jeffrey Dahmer, like Gacy, like uh, Richard Ramirez. Come on. They're like, this is the thing. They were having their female callers like they like I think Ramirez got married in jail. And yeah. then I know Ted Bundy, like, I mean, he had sex in jail with like 
and that's how he had a, a child. But it's that I don't know what it is. They they have there's some psychiatry on it. If you look into it and read about it, there is a special kind of person that has this infatuation with people like that. Now, I don't categorize Gypsy as Ted Bundy because she is not a serial killer. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, there's still that notoriety and these people admire that and they like that connection is fucked up as it sounds. That's why that's why all these serial killers had women like, I love you. I love you. No different for Gypsy. If you ask me, like, why wouldn't she have tons of people to do that? Yeah, I, Same thing. I, I get it. I mean, <laughs> everyone likes a bad girl. But I mean, she's not a bad girl. Boy, she, you better get out of here. No, she ain't. Not really. Um, <laughs> as we know, she is now married. Um, she's yes. married to that guy. It's me, Peter Griffin. Um, what is his name, actually? I forgot. Uh, his, his, name, his, his name is actually Ryan Anderson. Um, Ryan, okay. Yeah, yeah. Ryan Anderson. Uh, they first started speaking in 2020 during the pandemic where he wrote yes. to her in prison. Um, And it was basically he wrote to her because lots of his friends and family were talking about her because of things like the act that come out. And then he went the documentaries. Yeah, he he watched the documentaries. He watched the movie. And then he was like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to email her Uh, to his surprise. He got a response. And this then led to regular telephone calls. Mm -hmm. And it would be over a year before he'd be able to actually go and meet her because of the covid restrictions he couldn't just well no one could go anywhere um so it wasn't until 2021 he met her and then after three visits he proposed and she accepted you know i mean like what you got to lose i'll probably say yes too yeah if if i was in prison 100 percent any wedding proposal i guess it's just like the like the male serial killers right them proposing like those women scott they were never going to have a lot of them didn't have any type of conjugal visits but like not even that they weren't gonna get out of prison and be with that person so of course they're like oh yeah i'll marry them who cares? Yeah, but, but this was a bit different because Gypsy yeah. was going to get out of prison. Yes, so he she was, was. Yes, yes, yes. He was genuinely proposing to, yeah, I yeah. want to marry this girl, which is lovely, and I'm not knocking on that. Mm-hmm. Um, they were married in the prison in July of 2022 in a ceremony mm-hmm. that had no guests, only prison guards. Yes. And this is something that Gypsy said that within the first six months of coming out, she wanted to redo and have a proper wedding with family and friends. Yeah. We've not seen it yet, and we—it's not been mentioned of any wedding plans. But I imagine it's not Gip- been six months yet either. So maybe no, no, no. I imagine Gypsy Rose's wedding is going to be ginormous. This will be the most covered wedding since a royal wedding. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't even know what to say. Like, she's going to have Vera Wang doing a dress. It's, it's who Vera Wang? Vera Wang. What? <laughs> No, no she's gonna have what what did she say that thing her her outfit whatever Zara. she's gonna have target tarjay yeah y'all get out of here very wing ain't gonna make her damn dress no um this is not her first engagement so previous uh-uh. to this she was dating a guy called ken i'm just ken anywhere else i'd be seen that yet i haven't seen it i got i want to rent it but it was like 20 dollars to rent and i was like is it, it worth it? i never thought i'd say this on a true crime episode but barbie is 100 worth the 20 dollars oh, i love it 
love Ryan Gosling. Like y'all better, I don't care about the note, like the notebook, it, it is what it is. People don't like that movie, whatever. I still like it. It's it's fine. It's toxic. But like, yes. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to try to watch it in the next week. I want to see it. I want to see it anyways. Yeah, Ryan Gosling earned his supporting actor Oscar nomination for it. It's I mean, so he good. looks he looks like Ken. Like yeah. if you think of a Ken doll, and then like Margot Robbie, of course. Which you know she's involved in Saltburn. Okay, I'll stop talking about Saltburn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he had been writing and visiting her yes. since 2017, and in October 2018, he proposed. And yeah. Gypsy said, "Yes, yeah, this is great. Something they'd discussed for a long time, and she wanted to marry him." Now. In 2019, the engagement got called off because they had difference in opinion over what would happen when Gypsy was released. So Ken mm -hmm. wanted to basically whisk Gypsy away and have a quiet life away from yeah. the spotlight. Yeah. And Gypsy's plan was to be in the limelight. She wanted to come out and advocate for Munchausen syndrome by proxy and yeah. basically take that stage because she knew she had a platform. Mm -hmm. um, he did change his mind and the couple basically rekindled their issues and they were back together um, right up until Ken heard that she had married Peter Griffin <laughs> <laughs> until she married Ryan so Ken was still convinced he was with Gypsy he'd been to visit her only a couple of weeks before yeah, yeah. and then found out she'd married Ryan mm. um I want to add that that's not confirmed, but that has just come from Ken's mouth. It's Ken that said, we it, were yeah, still it's, mm -hmm. it's an interview they did with him. Of course, the issue with putting that as facts is it's hard to know because it's just coming from the person. And we didn't see him talk about it on air or anything. We're literally reading an article. I probably read the same one I did about that. And it's like, yeah, it's all he said, she said stuff. But I mean, he didn't have his his D wasn't fire. <laughs> We're getting to that. I've got that in my notes. <laughs> Jesus <know>. Christ. <laughs> like, at what point was that a good idea for her to do that? That got I, her as much notoriety as the crime she committed. That well, I, I, I I'm just gonna say that it I don't know. Let's just continue. I'm gonna think about that because I don't want to say anything mean, but like I, I have a reason for why I think she said some of the shit she says. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm going to go with a reason too. My reason is mental illness. Well, no, that we are going to agree on that, that I think socially as well, she's not, she's not fully formed socially at the right intelligent level, no. like intelligence level, like maturity level. She's 27, right? 27? Yeah. Okay. I think her mind is more like 17, 18. Yeah, she's kind of like on the cusp of a young adult, but like you know, like not yeah. there, not there she, quite. She, she's behaving how I would behave had I become globally famous at eighteen. And I think that's what, yeah, like I get that. I understand that it looks very, it looks the way it looks. I'm gonna say that, but like yeah. I get it because I don't think she has the option to act any more mature than she is. If quote unquote because yeah, she can't really yeah and i'll i'll take that I, I think that's a fair comment um now i mentioned earlier that the court of public opinion had a massive hand in her release yes and it is. i am gonna say now 100 
Gypsy Rose Blanchard orchestrated the events that I am now going to talk you through. Mm -hmm. So in the lead up to her parole hearing, there were several hard hitting and in some cases fabricated accounts of what led to her incarceration and her release. So the first was 2007, Mummy Dead, Mummy Dead and Dearest. Yes. Which, in my opinion, is a very one sided slant and painting of the story to the point that Nick Gojajon in that documentary is or film is painted as the monster. Now, yeah. this was followed in 2019 by the act, which is fabulous and it really is fab, but it's wildly inaccurate. Their portrayal of Dee Dee and Nick, they even go as far as to fabricate events and exclude others. Mm-hmm. Paint Gypsy more as the victim than she actually was. And she was a victim. And I'm going to say it here. I'm going to do it now because if I do it later, it feels unheartfelt. So where I stand on this is Gypsy is 100% a victim. What she went through is horrific. She is the victim of a terrible mental illness suffered by her mum. She went through unthinkable treatment at the hands of her primary caregiver, the person, a parent, a person mm-hmm. to trust their parent. And she was put through unnecessary medical procedures. She was locked in a relationship of dependence with her mum. And everything that she portrayed out to the world was forced upon her and it was all fake. Yeah, I get get that. But the second she conspired with someone else to murder her mother is where my opinions start to change. And I start to get suspicious when I watch the police interview tapes and she's sobbing her heart out while she's being interviewed. And then the Mm -hmm. detective leaves the room and she stops. And it doesn't really add up to me. It kind of feels like almost like she orchestrated everything and she knew she had a patsy in Nick, which is why she kept her hands actually clean of the murder. Mm-hmm. And I genuinely think that she orchestrated everything, knowing she was going to do time, but knowing if she kept the blood off of her hands, she, she would do less time. She would do less time and she would actually be released. And I can't get over that. That is, to to me, that is, Mm -hmm. it's Charles Manson level of manipulation and pre-planning. And that's what I struggle with. I see Charles Charles Manson (laughs) in her. The fact she orchestrated everything down to the, there's your gloves, there's your knife. I'm Mm going to go in the bathroom. You're going to go kill my mum. We're going to go on the run. When she got arrested, the fake tears in interviews, followed by the, Oh fuck it! I'm going to take a plea deal. That means I don't have to. I don't have to testify against. Nick. Yeah, no. But if yeah. I throw him under the bus, I get much less of a sentence. They take away the additional criminal charges for going on mm-hmm. the run, which is 25 years on its own, and I'll which be is, out in 10. That's kind of crazy. That state. I, I don't know. Like the justice system is stupid, but that seems a little much. The extra yeah. 25 years just just for. for- yeah. abating or whatever they call it i like i don't yeah, know and, like that sounds silly and i can't get past that i can't get past the fact that she orchestrated it yet <laughs> she is out walking free and yeah. nick is sat in a prison cell that's it's, where okay. i struggle 
it's my okay. opinion. It's uh, everyone. Yeah, no, got I know. I, wh- where yeah. are you? Where are you with it? God damn it. Anyways, okay. So I want to first say that whenever you discuss and you're talking about it, and you're like, she orchestrated, and she has like this, you know, um, intelligence of like a Charles Manson kind of thing. Well, I want to say that I don't think Charles Manson was extremely bright. I think he was pretty stupid. And I also think that if you think about it in this way, this won't sway your opinion and nor am I trying to, but I think if you think about it in this way, Gypsy still to this day does not really have, I don't believe she's on the level necessarily of a 27 year old um, mentally, uh, emotionally, like, everything intelligence wise. So if you think about it, if you watch enough true crime shows, you see a lot of, you know, like when like kids kill and stuff like that, they do stupid shit, Scott. They might orchestrate this whole thing, right? Cause they think in their mind, this is going to work. This mm-hmm. is solid. And it always fucking does it. And they get caught. And part of me wonders, and I don't know that we have covered it. I don't think we did. And I don't know if we could even find out, but part of me wonders if she didn't watch some like, fucking crime shows and think I'll do this because like what you see on TV, a lot of people that are not very intelligent, they will use that as their plan. So for me, I'm not trying to say, Oh, what she did was fine. It was fine. No, no, no. I'm not saying that she should still be responsible. She did. She did do her jail time. Although on some people's opinion, it may not be enough. And I do understand that Nick is still in jail. Like, I know that. Like, he's not going to get out anytime soon, most likely, probably for a long time. Um, I understand that, too. And and I understand, but you have to understand this. There is a choice in the matter. And yeah. she maybe did persuade him sexually, but I also don't think that either one of them, like, he's autistic. They're not making the best decisions. And... Part of me is like, did he do it out of like lust for her? Did that's the thing. It was still his choice. I do not believe that Gypsy was like, had that much power over him. But I think that because he's even said it himself, like he's still kind of like is infatuated with her a little bit. Like he loved her. And I think on that spectrum, since we, you and I don't know what having an autistic brain would be like, we don't have the same thoughts as him. We don't know what, like, I know what I would do in a situation. Nobody's going to have me do anything, and you neither. But for Nick, maybe he was like, holy shit, I'm in love with this girl, and she's amazing, and not, yeah. I think what it is, they don't see what their repercussions, consequences could be. Gypsy, a little more so, but I feel like she lived in a fantasy world. I mean, she fucking was like 19 and her mom is telling her she liked 12. Yeah. And it's just, that's what I think. Again, I'm not trying to take up for her. I'm just saying, I you have to see it from different perspectives. And that's yeah. the whole point of this case. It's, yeah, it's and, called perspective. And I'm not hating on Gypsy. She's done yeah. her time. She is free. She she can do whatever the hell she likes. Yeah, true. But I, can, I, view, I view all of it slightly different because I think she should have got a different sentence. But hey, we are where we are. Oh, wait, um, she maybe should have got more time. Is that yeah. what is that what it yeah, is? You I, think I, she should have maybe got her full 10 years and not gotten out at seven? I, I think she should have got 25 years for murder, first okay. degree murder, not not uh, being given a lesser charge. 
And I will say this too. I don't remember what state they were in. What what state? Oh, fuck, why did I forget what state they were in? But they were um, potentially facing the death penalty. No, no, no. In each state, I know that each state will have their different circumstantial stuff. Like if you are caught with the person that murdered as a bystander, you will still receive a similar sentence. And that mm-hmm. could just be a law, like a state thing, like how they... No, her charges were reduced because of the plea deal she done, where she gets. Oh, well, yeah, in the plea deal, but it, so I, I guess we don't need to go back on this all the way because we're trying to move forward. But like, did Nick not get a plea deal? No. Am I missing something? See, that anything. might be where I can say that I would find that a tad unfair. Yeah. Not to say like, oh, he killed somebody. He should just not get treated bad. No, no, that's not what I mean. Um, he did something wrong. He still should serve his time. But yeah, he didn't get the option for that. Okay. No, and that's like, weird. Her, her parole hearing, uh, honestly, at the point it got to parole, there was so much public sympathy and so much interest in the case. I honestly yeah. don't think the parole board had another option but to grant her parole. That there was there was so much pressure on them. Had yeah. they God, actually, you're going to spend the remaining three years of your sentence in. I think they would have been inundated with complaints and protests. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I the thing I struggle with specifically with this is there were no parole conditions. There were some travel conditions, but there was no condition that she had to seek any sort of mental health help or any sort of counselling or mm-hmm. anything like that. It was just. Okay, fine. You you you're out. You're this parole hearing's in September. We're going to release you on the twenty eighth of December, and after that, go on your merry way. And yeah. in my opinion, I think that given the fact that she's had a shut in life for her entire life, confined mm-hmm. with her mother, she's gone from that prison like environment into an actual prison environment. Yes. To then be released into the world and have no restrictions on what you can and can't do, there has to be some sort of mental health or counselling assistance just to explain like how different your life is going to be. Yeah, because it's a different world and you say that she has no like, I mean, she she should still have boundaries even living on the outside world. Of course she should because she shouldn't be allowed special treatment necessarily right because just because she's like of celebrity status and you know whatever but my thing yeah my thing is is like i don't know how that's gonna work like if she if if they they could have done stuff with her in jail and i don't know that she really has i know we said it earlier so i don't want to backtrack and be a liar i don't know that i would really classify her though now that i'm really thinking about it like does she really have a mental illness or is it more is it more that she just is not at the level of it, a regular, normal, functioning adult. So you, there's a difference. You, you say yeah. someone has mental illness, but also I think it's cognitive. I think that like her brain can only function to a certain level because of the abuse that her mom put her through. Like if you think about it, like her mom was making her act like a baby. Like, yeah. So she did not have the skills to say, okay. This it's like it's like if someone says something outlandish in public and they don't have that like filter to 
be like, okay, you don't say that yeah. by dingling. Like you don't talk like that around certain people. That's what it is. I'm trying to find the right words. She don't have any like there's, there's no filter, no buffer, <laughs> no, 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 nothing at all. And this is the thing. I mean, she is now a social media megastar. There's, there's no is. getting around it. She's got oh, yeah. nine and a half or nearly 10 million followers on TikTok, almost uh -huh. 9 million followers on Instagram. Yeah. And she shares daily posts and stories and videos of her life. And she pushes hard on advertising her book and her new TV series that's come in. There's talk of a Kardashians-like show where they're going to follow her around. I'm not watching that. I mean, it's like no offense, but I'm not even watching the Kardashians. Like, I could care no. less. Uh, she is one of the most divisive people on the internet and all yeah. you need to do is pick any one of her posts and have a quick scroll of the comments and you will see there are people who love her and people mm -hmm. who really don't but yeah. there's something quite endearing about her social media and it's the fact that occasionally she'll see a nasty comment and she claps back and takes no fucking prisoners something I advocate for strongly and I do myself I so, mean, yeah. Um, one of her clapbacks went viral as fuck. The comment that she made <laughs> yeah. had more likes than my our entire social media back catalog yeah, ever, like in the world. Uh, so someone made a nasty comment on um, on one of Ryan's. It's me, Peter Griffin. Uh, one of his posts. It was um, you. He, <laughs> <laughs> he posted a, a picture of himself, and someone yeah. made a nasty comment. And yeah. Gypsy jumped in and went for the kill. So mm -hmm. what she replied was, Ryan, I'm going to read it verbatim, exactly yeah, how she wrote yeah. it. Ryan, don't listen to the haters. I love you and you love me. We do not owe anyone anything. Our family is who matters. If you get the likes, good. Comments, great. If you get the hate, then whatever. Because And then in all caps, they don't matter. I love you. Besides, they are jealous that you are rocking my world every night. Yeah, I said it. The D is fire. Happy wife, happy life. Thoughts? The D is fire. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if his D is fire. Like, I have no idea. He's not my type. Like, I don't like cartoon characters. Oh, my God. We're getting canceled. Like, <laughs> Stop it. No, that's so fucking mean. I can't believe. I don't even know what's wrong with me. I think because I lost a friend. I don't know. Anyways, um. He's not my type, but like you go, girl. Like if she's getting hers and she's happy, I mean, I guess like keep look, Scott. I watch reels, and there are gorgeous women. You know, like just just people. Normal. I mean, like I don't even know. And they get so people are something's wrong with people because yeah. like they do leave mean comments on like it'll be like say a mom reel, right? It'll be something like the mom being like. I don't know, sleep training or some shit. She's just been up for real, like, no big deal. In the comments, I go to the comments and I'm like, Jesus Christ, it's not your kid. Like, people are just trash. So yeah. in this situation, 100%, they're going to go for the juggler every yeah. time. And I'll be honest, I am fully behind Gypsy here. When she slaps back, she really That's hits pretty hard. good because I think, like, like I said... The past is the past, right? I mean, like, at least she is setting up for these, her her man. Yeah. Because that is wrong. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, no, you know, that See, time I got that mean comment. That dude was so rude to me. Like, I don't even know why. Like, it, I never even talked to him in my entire life, and he it, was so rude. 
was that the person that I then done a reel mm -hmm. and outed mm -hmm. them? Yeah, yeah, I remember. <laughs> the thing is, though, that's not my favourite response she's given online. Yeah. My favourite response from Gypsy <laughs> is someone really went in on hard on her, like a whole paragraph comment. Yeah. And her reply was, that's nice. Fabulous. Yeah, she she petty as fuck. And I like yeah. that because, look, my name is Petty Patty. Yeah. Um, like, I get it. Like, I get it. She has to do what she's got to do. And it, that, yeah, and you know? good for her. You've got to be thick skinned, especially if you're of <sighs> that status. Yeah. Um, like, yeah. Yeah, for sure. She describes herself as an online public figure, public speaker, author, advocating about Munchausen syndrome by proxy, mm -hmm. which is fine. You can call yourself whatever you want online. I guess. I mean, yeah, you can. Uh, <laughs> she is such a big platform now, and she's under such scrutiny from social media and yeah. the public and interviews. And she's done a lot of interviews. Like it's been, it's almost like a book tour since she's come out. We're talking like E, and she's been on E, the entertainment channel. She's done the biggest podcasts in the world. She's done like everything she can to talk about a Joe book. Rogan? Not yet. It's gonna happen. A hundred percent is gonna happen. Do you think um, I don't I don't get that vibe that he would have her on his show? He's a hundred percent he would because he so? would yeah, because so? he would take it as an opportunity to attack her. So Man, well, yeah, he's a little guy. Yeah, he needs yeah. that. He's gonna yeah. do it. L little man syndrome, he needs to pick <laughs> on a small girl. Yeah. Yes. Um next we're gonna talk about the movement that has just started in the last week, which is the movement to cancel gypsy. I see. I tried to look into this, but I swear I didn't really see. Like, I don't know. Is this you? You started it. No, no, no. I didn't start okay. it. But before we okay. do that, we're going to take a quick break. Calling all Red Dwarf fans. Calling all Red Dwarf fans. Do you struggle to find a good podcast that covers Red Dwarf? Struggle no longer. The Aardvark and the Magic Moshi Do Red Dwarf is the ultimate guide to the Red Dwarf universe, covering individual episodes and discussion about the series as a whole, even featuring guests who've appeared in the series itself. Available on all good podcast platforms on urunpodcast.com. Please note, smegheads need not apply. Make sure you go out and check out the Aardvark and yes. Magic Moshi do Red Dwarf. Also, all of the other shows on the You Run Podcast Network, mm -hmm. yourunpodcast.com. Click on there. You'll find our shows and everyone else's shows. Go and give a couple of listen. You, you'll find some you like. Um, where were we? Oh, yeah, Cancel Gypsy. That's right. We were Whatever. there. I mean... um, now, <laughs> however you feel about cancel culture, it is 100% now a thing. Yeah, you say the is. wrong thing or do the wrong thing, it's all over. And how we haven't mm -hmm. been cancelled is beyond me. But we're, we're we're not at that caliber. I believe that's why. I mean, I hope that we're people. Lots of people like to listen to us, but like obviously, we're not Gypsy Rose. Like, no, we're not up there. Um, Gypsy is starting to feel the start of a wave where there are people who want to push her from the limelight, mm -hmm. and rightly or wrongly. I think they probably will succeed with this. I don't think really? it's necessarily right or wrong. However you see this, I don't think it's right to push anyone from the limelight, but hey. Um, so people, including me, have started to notice certain behaviours of hers on social media and in interviews where she gives away a little bit more about herself than she would probably like. So especially with Ryan, it's things that where she's with Ryan. So 
-hmm. Without a doubt, she wears the trousers in a relationship. She is boss. And there's nothing wrong with that. Lisa is boss in our relationship. I'm 100% confident that Heather wears the trousers in Louisiana. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. I do. Yes, sir. Yeah. I make all the all the executive decisions with everything. Yeah, and <laughs> I overall, really do. Yeah, and overrule bad decisions and just basically make sure everything. I mean, I do everything. I do everything. Everything. Yeah. Which is fine, and there's nothing wrong with that. But Gypsy has been caught several times now doing things that are not necessarily the best behavior. Mm -hmm. So, in an interview she done recently. Um, when she doesn't want him to speak, she will squeeze his arm. But we're not talking like a gentle, like, squeeze of the arm. We're talking yeah. like dig nails in, fucking shut up now kind of squeeze. Um, in the interview she done with E, you can mm -hmm. hear her mutter under her breath, okay, stop talking now. Like, I'm going to have to go in here. I just, I, I guess I didn't watch those, which makes me a bad podcaster or investigator, but like oh. I didn't because I like, I guess I don't have, I don't really watch those kind of channels or, or see that kind of stuff. So but, unless I'm looking for it. See, I stumbled across the E interview <clears throat> and I started watching it and I was kind of watching it while I was doing okay. other things. And they were asking about um, like Gypsy being free and she's like, oh yeah, I'm free now. It's really funny. It's like, it's like I went into prison at 19 and now I've come out and I've like lost 10 years. And then her husband turned around and went, and you didn't go to school. Like insinuating she's a little bit thick. And she squeezed his arm and went, okay, shut up now. Well, I mean, that's what I was I, I, getting to. Like, he's not wrong. Like, she, I don't think she did go to school, right? Like, not really. No, not no. like normal. Yeah. And that's the thing. Dee Dee tried to teach her, but Dee Dee was not exceptionally bright either. And that's what I'm telling you, Scott. That's why I think, like, it was, like, dumb and dumber is who <laughs> murdered her mom. I'm serious. Like, that's exactly, like, they did not have the smarts. No. They just didn't. It doesn't I, mean that what they did is fine. It's not. It's You still no. did something bad, but, like, pretty stupid. Uh, when they're out in public, she'll often cut him off and step in front of him to talk, sort of blocking him from the camera. And hmm. I noticed this. <clears throat> they went to a wrestling event. They went to AEW. I saw that. Wrestling uh -huh. event. Uh -huh. And there's an interview backstage where they're meeting – various different wrestlers and one of the wrestlers went to sh went to shake her husband's hand and mm -hmm. she pretty much jumped in front of the front of him and went hi i'm gypsy shake my hand and it was i kind of went oh you poor it's, guy it's this dear it's like a child like like if you took your 13 year old or 12 year old let's say and then they do something stupid they, they interrupt you or cut you off but they yeah. don't have that like ability quite yet. Their brain is still developing. I, and I, and this is where I'm getting. I am convinced that Gypsy wants to grow in fame and popularity. And I don't think she's mentally equipped to deal mm. with the fame she has now. Yeah. Let alone what will come later. And the, the idea of a, a reality show following her all the time, 24 hours a day, like the Kardashians, I don't think it's good for her as a person and definitely not good for their relationship. It's not good for anyone's relationship. Well, they, they won't last most likely. I, I, that he can only be on fire for so long and it's going to be burnt out. By Christmas, because she's now moving in circles of other celebrities. Well, and I think, I think there yeah. will be a transition where she will 
ditch ditch poor Ryan and she will move on to someone who has I'm not talking like an A-list celebrity, but someone who's no, got no. a little bit more notoriety, who people know who they are, and I think she'll end up in like a celebrity couple situation. I don't know with who. Like, I'm not talking about nobody's looks, but like Ariana Ariana Grande, like, do you see that dude that she's with? The yeah. new guy? The okay, D is fire. So... <laughs> Look, she a home wrecking little hoe. He was married and like had a baby on the way or either had a baby or some shit. But like he looks like what I think an orange crayon tastes like. <laughs> like come on. <laughs> he is not giving any fire D like, hello, bye, cancel me. I don't care. But like I get what you're saying. Gypsy could pull someone different. Yeah. But I don't I don't even know if it's that. I just think she clung, she's probably clinging on to the first thing that, like, would give her attention. Yeah. Because, like, I'm sorry, but regardless, if she doesn't have much housing, but, like, her, <laughs> like, she's probably got some issues possibly from her mother, like, how she was raised. Look how she's acting now. She's kind of trying yeah. to control Ryan. Yeah. It's me, Peter Griffin. That, too. <laughs> um, there's a couple more things I want to cover before we go. Um, mm -hmm. There's a few more things surrounding this, not so much on Gypsy, but things that are surrounding it. One is Munchausen syndrome by proxy. Yes. Um, it's super interesting. I know it's something that you want to talk about as well. And the other is Nick Godejon. And also I want yeah. to talk about the possibility of um, a sibling relationship here. <laughs> um I think we'll start with the sibling relationship. So there is a rumor yeah. that has started to circulate online that our friend Peter Griffin, Ryan, may yes. actually be his half-brother. Yeah, well, I saw it on TikTok, Scott. I was looking at reels, and then it was like uh, one of those four-year page things. Because like yeah. I don't actually like get on TikTok. So I saw it on Instagram So because I'm old. So like two weeks later, I'm sure it's been going around. That's how it works. When you're older, you look at shit on Instagram. And then when you're younger, you're on TikTok. Yeah. But like from what I'm gathering, because the girl wasn't very informative, but basically it was trying to say like, I guess that Gypsy's mom, Dee Dee, had messed around with somebody else. I don't know. Like I'm telling you, it doesn't go into a whole lot of detail. But like then they did the comparison of the side by side and you're like, yeah. But then, then they then they say like Gypsy may have married him because he looks so much like her mom as like this weird like comfort thing. And it's weird. I don't know if I really think they're like half siblings. No. It could just be a weird coincidence. I don't really believe that because people start shit all the time online and rumors, but yeah, but it, it's definitely bizarre. When you put him next to Dee Dee, the comparison And they is... look like they that looks like his mama. Yeah, it's very, very uncanny. It's weird. Uh, that's pure speculation, so we'll move away yeah, from that. Yeah, yeah, we don't know we'll, yet. We'll talk about Munchausen syndrome by proxy. Um, mm -hmm. In its most basic form, it is a mental illness that affects the primary caregiver of a child. 90% mm -hmm. of the time, that is the mother. Yes. And it will cause the caregiver to make up medical, uh, medical symptoms or... Yes in severe cases, cause medical symptoms to make mm -hmm. their child appear or actually be ill. Yes. Now, 
there's no clinical diagnosis as to why this happens, but professionals speculate that it may be due to neglect or abuse in the childhood Their, of yes the parent. It is a super <clears throat> rare condition. And when I say rare... It's like less, 1%? Yeah, less than 1% yeah. make the criteria to be categorized with this mental illness um and it while it ranges so wildly as well so there is varying different levels of this it can be as simple as a child waking up hot and the caregiver instantly assuming that it is a cold or a virus and keeping them off six from school and medicating them with yeah various different just a little but but just a little more medicine than they need not to overdose them but to basically just let's give you a little extra yeah they're being like you want to look at it from an outsider perspective would look at it in not a severe case as them being a little overprotective a little coddling them a little much yeah and it's something that i can see is something very easy to fall in i'm Mm -hmm. i'm a very nervous parent so yeah, I mean, when, me, me too at times. Yeah. So when our daughter was younger, she had a um, femoral seizure. And mm-hmm. anyone who doesn't know what that is, that's when a child gets too hot. And, too high. And their body doesn't know how to deal with it. So what their body mm-hmm. does is their body switches everything off yep. and then reboots them. As a parent, seeing my daughter go blue it's in our terrifying. kitchen while her grandmother was trying to give her mouth to mouth and trying to revive her after she'd been down for 30, 40 seconds Yeah, is the most terrifying thing I've ever experienced. And still now, yeah. if one of my kids gets a temperature, I'm like, Oh shit, you're hot. Oh, zap. Like I'm there with the thermometer every two seconds. Like zap. Yeah. Because, because it's, but I will say like older children, you don't really have to worry about it, but like no. younger bait, like babies, like Campbell's age, same thing. He had a fever that was like 104 and I immediately thought I was going to die. Like I was going to die. And like, he didn't have a seizure, but like I rushed him to the emergency room and they were like, he's fine. Like he's, he's, he has a fever, but like, he's fine. It's a good thing sometimes. Cause he's like basically fighting off any infection. He yeah. didn't have any, he didn't have anything. And they gave him some like Tylenol and he was fine after that. And I'm, did I feel stupid? No, not really. Because like, again, I knew about the seizures and some children get them and I was yeah. scared. Like, what would I do? I'd fucking lose my shit. I'd freak out. Uh, I would just I freak do. out. I'm a very level headed and controlled person. And in that moment, yeah. I was Not fucking useless. That. I just sat there going, uh, uh, I, I had no what idea do what to do. do. Exactly yeah. that. It's but scary. I can see how it is something that you could fall into if you had a child who was constantly yeah. ill. I can see how this mental illness could develop. Um, but that's a mild form of it. Yeah. When you go to an extreme form of it, this could be a parent using a syringe to take blood from their child to then inject it into a stool sample to take to the doctors to confuse the doctors. Yeah, to make so them they... think that the baby has something going on with them. Yeah. Uh, there's one common factor with all of this, with this entire syndrome, is it is the desire of the caregiver to get sympathy. So it's them who's yeah. suffering with the mental illness. You need to remember that they're affecting and in some cases hurting their child, but it's them who have have the mental illness themselves and they're doing this because they want professionals and people in their personal life to 
show them attention and yeah. to kind of put an arm around them and go, it's okay, it will be all right. And yeah. it's a horrible mental, when you look at it that way, it's a horrible mental illness. This is a person who needs someone to reassure them all the time. And the only way yeah. they can get that is by doing something horrible to their child, which is unthinkable. Yeah. But it's sad because that person needs that help. Yeah. It, it is. The more I read up about it, the more I was like, this is actually tragic. It's a tragic mental illness to have. It is. And luckily, I say luckily, like it's not common. It's not something that a new mother, I think I said it before, like it's not something that like a new mother has to worry about because it's not like postpartum depression or no. postpartum anxiety or or something like that that's pretty common but um just psa if any of you mamas out there or who are pregnant having a have a fresh baby just understand that you need to seek help immediately because there are other things such as postpartum rage um and postpartum psychosis which has caused women to kill their children yeah. so yeah like obviously reach out get the help if you need it this is the thing with that syndrome though because it's so rare, they don't know. And it's not like if you go to a doctor, they're going to say, oh, yeah, that's immediately what it is. It takes a little bit of like, it takes some time for it to build up. Yeah. And for them to know, because uh, on, on the outside, the mom is not going to look, it's not going to seem like that. No. And it's something that if you, <clears throat> if you're in a close relationship with a mom or a dad and you yeah. see something like this that you're maybe concerned about like mm -hmm. approach it with them have the conversation with them yeah. because had someone had that conversation with Dee, Dee maybe, maybe none of this would have happened if some one of her friends has sat down and got look i don't think gypsy's actually that sick and yeah maybe we need to talk about it are you okay yeah, Maybe if yeah. it was someone close enough, that would have sparked a conversation that could have prevented all of this. So if you see symptoms yeah. like this and you see a friend who's struggling, speak to them. It's really simple. Just have a conversation. They may tell yeah. you to fuck off and get out, but the chances are they'll open up to you. Well, if you and, and if you know the person and if you've known the child for however long and you knew that like upon the child being born, that's the thing. Gypsy wasn't born with anything wrong with her like that. No. No, yeah, sometimes, sometimes things happen um, as children develop. I, I, I understand that. It's not super common, but it can happen. But uh, congenital, like stuff like, it's like that happens when you're born. Yeah. I, some you don't of the just things get that... a disease. Like it's some of the things, yes, you have to be happy been born with them and then they don't show up until a little later but like some of it just doesn't make sense of course so no no um let's talk about nick godajon or the forgotten prisoner as i mm. now refer to him yeah um, again before we get into this i'm going to preface this by saying nick deserves his sentence for his crimes yeah he should be, i agree yes personally i think the additional 25 years for going on the run and posting things on Facebook was a little bit severe considering none of that was imposed on Gypsy. Yeah. But he a hundred percent deserves life in prison for taking another life. Yeah. And by no stretch of the imagination, do I think he should be released next week? 
in 10 years time or in 15 years time i don't think he's safe to be in the public uh yeah i'm not sure that that would be something i would worry about him reoffending if he got into that situation but yeah i don't think on his own he would reoffend like no, if he, you know what i'm saying like i do think it took someone else in a situation to bring him that courage, uh, quote unquote, you know, not yeah. courage, but you know, the balls to do what he did. Basically. Yeah. But again, I think if he was released, I don't think it would take long for a, a oh, yeah. pretty, a pretty girl to sway him that he would go and do it again. I, I don't think well. he's, I think he would reoffend. Um, after being sentenced, Gypsy and Nick remained a couple, believe it or not. Um, they were in regular contact and they would talk to each other from everything I can uncover. They were, they were, they were in a happy relationship still. Um, this was until 2019 when Gypsy started talking to. I'm just kidding, you are a 10 in my heart, Ken. And this was all she says that she started talking to Ken because she heard. Yes. Rumors that Nick was dating another man in prison and yeah, she yeah. end to the relationship. Now, bear in mind, this is 2019. She's calling yes. it end to their relationship. She started seeing Ken in 2018. She'd yeah, been seeing him for a year before she ditched. Uh, Scott, math is double hard. Standards, double standards. Math is hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Nick is still serving his sentence and will be for mm -hmm. the foreseeable future. Um, yeah, in 2019, yeah. he'd done an interview mm -hmm. where he said he still loves Gypsy and he always will. Um, adding that it was, weird. It, was it, weird. it was. And he added that the time they had together before the murder, so the three or four times that they had spent time together before, are the best times of his life, which I, I, is sad. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's sad too. I'm not. Sh that's poor, poor guy. Is all I can say. I'm gonna say it. Poor guy. Yeah. I don't know. Um, there has been renewed interest in this case, obviously with Gypsy's release, and there yeah. has been several experts claiming that Nick has a case for retrial or even potential dismissal because of the charges that he received, and he had mental health issues that were kept from the court in the original trial also the fact that they feel that the plea agreement was done underhandedly mm -hmm. and that because of that nick could earn a retrial and the question i have for you which kind of i think is a really difficult question to answer mm -hmm. did gypsy ever actually care for nick or did she use him purely as a means to an end to get out of the situation she was in. Okay, that's like a double-edged sword. It is a very double-edged sword, hence why I, mean, I worded it that way. That is hard as fuck to answer. Even an opinion-based, which is going to be anybody's answer anyways, your opinion, because you can't factually answer that unless you're Gypsy Rose. And even then, I'm not sure she can factually answer that herself. Um, I don't... Let me see if I can conjure up a thought. Um, so... I think that in the mo in, at the time that she met Nick, which I knew they met online, it was some Christian uh, website or dating website. I think in the moment at that time, she was feeling what she thought could have been 
love. And it was like, I like this. It feels good because we all like to be loved. I don't care. Even you motherfuckers out there, like if you salty, you still like it. Um, You like to feel wanted. And I think she was thinking she was feeling understood and like he was going to protect her. Because that's kind of what he told her, like, like you're my queen, right? The princess, because yeah. she liked um, the Rapunzel shit. Which, again, like I said, not all, not not adult up here. Um, so I don't know that I can 100% say that she just used him in the way, like, to manipulate him to kill her mother. I don't think it's that black and white. We okay. have this whole area gray. And you yeah. guys, we got 50 shades of it, okay? Yeah. And yeah. she doesn't... So in one of her latest interviews, they asked how she felt about Nick. Mm-hmm. And she said that... I'm going to quote her now. <clears throat> okay. I wish him well on his journey. What when he started in jail? Fun. Yeah, she <laughs> wished... Girl, come on. She, she, she understands that he's done a crime and he's serving a sentence for it, and yeah. she wishes him well with that journey. I think that, she picked that. That that's an inspirational quote you buy at the dollar store. Put it up on above your cabinet. That's what she. I don't know what she's thinking. She see. It, that's what I'm saying. It's bad. Um, so there you have it, folks. Extended cut. <laughs> yeah. I personally do not think this will be the last time we discuss Gypsy Rose Blanchard on this podcast. I think we'll probably have a re up on it at some point. I mean, especially if shit starts going off. <laughs> like Ooh. popping off. There we go. Yeah, I, I think we will, but I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope that she has a wonderful life and this doesn't yeah. happen. And um, as she said to Nick, I wish her well on her journey. Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> today we've had two very different opinions and we didn't argue, which is good. We, um, we didn't really. We were listening to each other because I think that we're at that level where we have respect and we know like that you're wrong sometimes. <laughs> Just yeah. kidding, guys. Just kidding. No, we really were. That's the thing. It's an opinion. And literally, social media will tell us who is right or wrong because we'll see if she fucks up. Yo, we will. 100%. She does some crazy shit. We'll, we'll find out. Uh, share your thoughts on this case. Drop us an email. <laughs> you run podcast at gmail.com yes. or record us an audio DM. You could do that on any social media that we're on. We're at you run podcast on all of them. And if there's a microphone icon where you send a DM, push it and hold it down and speak. And that's how you send a DM. Yes. Um, until next time, where we will be covering the Slender Man stabbing. <laughs> I thought I thought we were oh, okay. Yeah. So our, our poll that is current as we record now is currently out. It's the Tiger King, Joe Exotic, or the stabbing. I know. Uh, the, the Slender Man stabbing is winning by an absolute landslide. <clears throat> so we're going to go ahead and predict that that's basically that's what that's probably going to be our next case. I was really it, it would it I would be bangers. A, I had a perfect shirt for that episode. It, it would it. be it would be a miracle if Joe Exotic won that poll. Now, if he does, it would be a surprise next time. I don't know what's wrong with you people, but like the Slender Man thing, it was just a bunch of fucking kids that needed their ass beat. That that's that's for next time. Let's talk. About I know. Anyways, um, until then, I'm handing over to you to sign us off and say goodbye. Uh, fancy a Gypsy Rose song? Got Gypsy Rose song lurking? No, I don't know any of that shit. <laughs> I don't. I, we're gonna we're gonna bring back songs one day. I need to stop yelling. We're going to bring back songs. I need to bring them back, right? But anyways, you guys, as always, I hope that everyone enjoyed listening. Okay. 
because we need you to listen. And until next time, I need you guys to stay safe, stay spooky. And remember, if that D isn't fire, let them go. <laughs> Bye.